is a fairy tale inspired actual play D&D podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress, played by Lydia Miller. Ooh, take my destiny into my own hands. <laughs> Delalia, the elven ranger, played by Kelsey Botwana Caruza. Well, what, what are we going to do to get out of this pickle? Felix, the gnome fighter, played by Rebecca Munez. I feel bad because now all I can think about is spam a lot. And me, your DM, Emma Carter. Welcome back, listeners. Sorry for the delay in sharing this episode. It was my birthday last week, so I took some time off to relax. Today's episode will be the first half of our first remote session. We recorded in Zoom and utilized Roll20 for gameplay. Roll20 is a great free website that allows you to play games like D&D remotely. We were able to upload all of our character information and it actually helped to streamline the gameplay process quite a bit. We are continuing to tweak our new audio setup, so just know that there are a few moments where you'll hear a little bit of extra breathing, but I was actually pretty happy with how the sound turned out for this episode. This week's episode will begin with some shop talk with the spell cast. We discuss some new mechanics for Princess Thea's magic surges and how we can all award inspiration to one another. If you're not into that and you'd rather dive right back into the story, go ahead and skip to about 13 minutes into the podcast. Last episode, our heroes banded together for the first time to try and contain a wolf-like beast in the stable. They were successful in saving Hilda and keeping the beast at bay until reinforcements arrived. However, they were once again separated and each had a very peculiar dream. What do these dreams mean? There's only one way to find out. I will see you in the story. So, okay, hold on. So I'm looking at the features and traits thing. Um, when can I, I'm looking at one in particular. Can I share this or should this be private? Um, I mean, you can share it. That's okay. Just like in the stories, that part? Yeah. Um, when can I roll that? I feel like that's the kind of thing that you could probably roll at any point in time. So okay. Thea, or Thea, Lydia, um, Lydia chose the background of aspirant for Princess Thea. Um, and Lydia, do you wanna tell them a little bit about that and like what motivated you to choose that? Yeah, so I really don't remember my mom cause she died when I was like six. Um, mm -hmm. But everybody always compares me to her. Um, I mean, like we look the same. Uh, but my dad keeps telling me that she was like this very like measured and disciplined woman who, you know, followed the rules and decorum and all that good stuff. Um, and I wish that I was like her, like I want to be like her because she was apparently a great woman, but I don't feel like I am like her because I can't follow the rules as I continue to like burst into magic. Um, and I'm clumsy and... I don't feel graceful at all. And so like, I don't know, I'm always thinking like, what would my mom do in this situation? How could I be like her here? Um, so she's, she's my idol. Um, and so everything, basically everything that I do is based off of like, what would mom do? Hmm. Whether so or not it's healthy. <laughs> right. 
And so oh. mechanically that gives her like what she gets from that. Um, in addition to like some stat things, she gets to, if she's in a situation specifically, if it's uh, it says this may be rolled. So this actually answers your question, Lydia, this, just like in the stories feature, this may be rolled whenever you make a check where you are experiencing something for the first time. Examples of this include the first time you meet a new person, like a new NPC, the first time you visit a new location, the first time you see a, a new, like a quest item. And what she gets to do is she can roll a D10. And if she rolls a nine or a 10, her current situation bears an uncanny resemblance to one her idol was in. And this means that she, uh, like, and that's kind of up to my discussion, but it basically gives Livia the ability to remember uh, a weakness that her idol exposed against a similar enemy, or it gives her some kind of, like, insight into the situation based on an experience that her idol had. Yeah, because what I'm wondering is, like, with these magical bursts, I would like to, like, tap into, like, what would mom do if she was experiencing bursts of magic? But I don't know if that's something that I could do. I mean, I think that's something that you can do once we once we jump into the story um, okay. at whatever point feels right. Um, mm -hmm. I will also let you know, Lydia, so you get some items too with that background. Uh, you have a, and I put them in your little item category, which is underneath your attacks and spell casting, which is currently empty because we're, we're still working on Thea, like using her, her magic, uh, controlling it. <laughs> um, but you have a bottle of black ink. You yep. have a quill. Um, it says that the aspirant background, they get some kind of scroll or tome that belong to their idol. So I've included like a mother's journal. So you have like some kind of, and we'll, we can talk about what that is, but I'm assuming it's something you found that belonged to your mom that has some, some records of, of her life in it. So you've okay. got, and we can, you can tell me what you think that would be. Um, and then I also put in some royal clothes and you chose disguise kit. Oh, so, and you have a disguise kit as that's something that you got to have as a, and you also have a costume inspired by your idol, but that's kind of the costume that you were wearing. Yeah. So, but if you want to at some point get a different costume that you think is more like what you think your mom would really wear, you know, like, yeah, we can do that. Um, and Kelsey, I noticed for Delelia, she didn't have a background. So if you want to like, yeah. you're a high elf, um, which is a, a kind which is your race. But if you want to, at some point, add a background in there, whatever you think would fit her, that can also give you some extra stuff. So I thought it might be, it might behoove you because then you could get some extra stats or you might be able to have some extra um, traits or something. Um, and, and Felix, I believe yours, is your background folk hero, Felix? Yes. Just a little folk hero with this goat. <laughs> and so Lydia, um, I had Lydia level up. Since you guys both started at level two and where we left off, she had kind of had this big experience with, with the dream. I know you guys each had a dream, which we can talk about too. Um, but just so you know, Lydia, now that you are at level two, you have something called a font of magic. Um, and yes. you might not use this immediately, but if you want to just look through that, basically it gives you a chance to earn back some spell slots. Like if we're getting to the point where you're using your spells, um, you get, you have, I think it's two sorcery points. Um, and so you can cash those in for like creating spell slots or, or whatever else it says underneath there. So that's something that you have. Um, Lydia, I'll also just ask you to like, I know you said you were looking at those traits and features earlier. Just you're, there's some extra stuff in there that, that has changed since, uh, since before the, uh, went to, to bed. Um, yeah. just so you know. <laughs> yep. 
and we don't have to talk about that yet. We can let it come down the story. Okay, so what I told Lydia before, but what that I'm gonna tell you ladies too, just so we're all on the same page, is that with her wild magic surges, mechanically, I wanted there to be some kind of, uh, I didn't want to have unlimited power with that. So I have told her, I can only give her, like me personally, I can only give her one wild magic surge in a day in the game. Um, and when I do, she has the opportunity to try and fight it, but she has to roll a nat 20 to fight it at this point. Um, but should we get to combat, uh, as per rules of like the actual D and D rules, if any time princess Thea makes a, an attack, like with a spell, I can have her roll a D 20 if I want. And if she rolls a nat one, then she has a wild magic surge. So there's two ways that the princess can have a surge. And that I wanted to keep myself in check because I didn't want to just be like, and now you have a magic surge without any kind of mechanic to keep me accountable. Mm -hmm. So that going forward is going to be what I'm going to have her do. So I can only give her one a day and she has a chance to fight it, but she has to roll a nat 20. Or if she rolls a nat one after attacking, I can make her have one. So those are the ways she's going to have a magic surge. Um, Something that we hadn't talked about, but that I know, Kelsey, you're familiar with. And Rebecca, I don't remember if Justin mentioned this, but inspiration. So in the world of D&D, &D, inspiration is a tangible, like it's not a tangible thing, but it is a tool we can use. If we go to our character sheets, you can see at the top above your proficiency bonus, there is a little box that says inspiration. Yes. So inspiration in the game, if someone is a musician, like a bard, like Lawrence, they, the whole mechanics of being a bard in D&D, &D, they can give inspiration to players because they are able to inspire them through their wonderful performance or their, their music. Um, the way that I like to do it based on how Justin Barron taught us is once per game, we'll do this, once per game, you can give inspiration to one of your fellow players because I think it's more fun if you guys are actively involved. Um, like if Kelsey, as Delavia, does something really badass and like save somebody like by doing this really cool unexpected move Rebecca or Lydia you guys could award her one inspiration and what that does for Kelsey is later if Kelsey is you know she's rolling and she's rolling and she rolls like a two and it's like oh no this is gonna mess everything up we're you know like Kelsey can use her inspiration and she can I think it's a it's a it's a d6 Kelsey you're, or a d12 you're able to roll another die and then you add that number to what you already rolled I think so it's a d6 I think it is too so then mm -hmm. that way inspiration can be that thing that helps a character at the last moment make, it can make a difference so I'm gonna say that because I don't want us all to just like start ranking up inspiration we can <laughs> only, we can only let's say Let's say you can only have two inspiration at a time. You know, two inspiration at a time. Um, and then that way we can't just like hoard them. You have to actively use them. But that'll keep us using them so we won't forget about them. So you can hold two inspiration at a time and you can award, um, you can award uh, once per game, you can award a, a player inspiration. And so that way we're all kind of like collaborating together and it's about teamwork and, 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 and being invested in each other's success. Does that make sense? Yes. Look at you guys with your pizza. I saw Rebecca had it, so I wanted some too. Look <laughs> at you guys with your husbands. <laughs> it's okay, Lydia. Look at us with our cats, Lydia. Yeah. Oh, damn, I have one of those too. Oh. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Cool.
I like the people you married and stuff. It's fine. Thanks. I'm going to say that you guys can, um, if you took any damage or you, you can, you can take a long rest because it's been a night. So if you had damage or if you had used your spell slots, feel free to, I think that's mostly just Kelsey and Rebecca. Um, so you can, uh, you can go back up to full health and yeah. Oh no, that was, that was just Kelsey. Kelsey was the only one who got a chewed up by that thing. I stayed far away. Yeah, I got <laughs> guys, Felix do I have an accent? Do you remember? Uh, do you have a what? Do I have an accent? What can no, I no, you just like, you just have this like sort of low, low and sultry. Voice. Okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's you, like almost very... English, but not, it's just very proper. Okay. Yeah. It, so was, it was precise. very proper and thought out. Yeah. Precise. Yes. Cool. Awesome. All right. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like you. <laughs> I like Let's you too. Let's do this thing. Yeah. We are going to begin the next morning. Felix, you lie at rest in a warm bed. After assisting in rescuing Hilda from the beast in the stable, Joanna and Cleon Stonehammer, her parents, and the owners of the local inn slash tavern provided you with a room and all the food and ale you could want. You Aww. are the hero of the night. After saving Hilda, you were ushered back to the inn where the villagers asked you to recount the harrowing story of your rescue with Hilda's help, of course. Um, and now it is early morning and you are fast asleep. Not far away, Ramsey snoozes in Sabine's garden. Snoozes. Hmm. Delalia, you, on the other hand, lie on a cold stone floor with only a makeshift bed of hay. Your wounds have been tended to. After you were found in the stable, you were brought to the palace almost immediately and taken to the dungeon where you are now. Um, and I realize elves don't sleep, so you are meditating rather than sleeping. You've had that dream while you were meditating. In my trance? Yes, in your trance. Uh, and uh, Dwight is the one standing guard outside your door. And then finally, Sia. After the events of the previous night, the levitating in front of an entire crowd of people and running straight into a dangerous situation, <laughs> your father promptly grounded you. Yeah, that seems like an accurate choice. You are to be confined to your chambers until he summons you. It is now early morning. The moon still hangs full in the sky and the stars are still visible in the clear, uh, clear, clear air, clear sky of the early morning. And that's when you wake up. You've just had your dream and you wake up. And Princess Thea, what do you do? Huh. Well, I want to know what happened to my friends. And I know I am grounded, but I also know how severe punishment is for magical people and things and so I'm a little bit worried about that elf and I don't think I don't think she's the kind of person that can just like stand by knowing that somebody else could be in danger plus that dream just said find the ranger um I don't know I wonder what my mom would do in this situation <laughs> so Thea you may roll a d10 so you're going to go over to, to roll 20 
and you are actually going to go over to the sidebar there and you're going to click that. You see that little, it's the funny shape. It's actually a a D20 shape. Um, and it gives you all, (laughs) okay. Okay. You you go to the D20 and you are going to click on the, the D10. Okay. Just, okay. Oh no. What'd I get? I can't see it. Oh, you can't see it. Well, I just, my like character sheet is too big. Hold on. Let me, wait. Oh no, that's not, that's not cool. What did you roll, Fia? A one. A one. A nat one. Okay, so, so I have no idea what my mom would do in this situation. Yeah, I, I would say, Thea, I think you're, you're still a little bit groggy. It's, it's early in the morning. You just woke up from this dream and I, I, you're trying to put the pieces together, but it's, it, it, you're still a little bit too sleepy to sort it out right now. Um, okay. While you're trying to, to think about what would my mom do, you hear uh, tapping at the, at the window. Robin friend, help me. <laughs> I'm going to go and open that window. And you open the window and it is your Robin friend. And he is, uh, he is chirping excitedly. Okay. So he's excited. Hey, bud, is he happy excited or like, like this is a bad thing excited? Ooh, why don't you roll, uh, why don't you roll for me, just because I really want to make you guys roll more. Uh, why don't you roll, Thea, a, either nature or animal handling, or uh, insight, or insight, just straight up insight would work too, because you're trying to read his, uh, read his behavior. Let me see, I have, insight is probably going to be better for me, right? Because, yeah, yeah, if it's a higher number for you, definitely. That's okay. So you rolled a four, but you have plus five, so it's a nine. And I'm going to say for reading the signs of a a Robin friend that you've known for a while, you can tell that he seems, um, he seems frantic. Okay. That's not good. Um, I wonder if this has something to do with my friends from last night. Um, it, I don't know, it makes me think that I probably should get out of where I am. Um, can he understand me at all? So in D&D, there are, certain, um, there are certain people who can communicate with beasts. You, although you are a princess and have animal friends, you <laughs> do not have the power to communicate with beasts. Okay. Um, elves and gnomes tend to have that. Uh, so you cannot understand what he's saying. Um, you don't know if he can understand what you're saying, but you can understand his behavior. Okay. So I'm going to take him and I'm going to put him on my shoulder. If that's cool with him. He, 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 he hops around a bit, but he stays on your shoulder. Hmm. He needs a name. I think I'm going to name him Clarence. Okay. Uh, well, Clarence, let's see. I'm gonna, can I try the door? Is it locked? You can try the door. Um, okay, I'm gonna try that door. Do I need to roll anything for that, or can I just try the door? You can just try the door. It's locked. Ah, okay. Um, is my bedroom very high up? Your bedroom, like all of the bedrooms in the palace, are on the second floor. Well, that's not too bad. Okay. okay. It is okay. a pretty tall palace, though, just so you know. Okay, like, so like the bottom are probably not an option. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say if we compared it to, if we compared it to a, like a modern day building, 
since the ground floor, the ceiling is really high because on the ground floor, you know, you have like the court, you have ballrooms, you have all of those, those fancy areas. I'm going to say you're probably at least on like the fourth floor of a building right now. Okay. So bed sheets are not an option. Um, okay. I'm going to knock on the door and see who's guarding it. Okay. You knock on the door and you hear a, oh, oh, yes, yes, princess. It's Mavery. Okay, I can sweet talk Mavery. Okay. Hey, hey, Mavery, is that you? Yes, um, oh, let me find my accent. Uh, yes, Mavery, <laughs> Irish. Oh, princess, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, how, how can I, how can I help you, princess? Um, well, I, you know, I'm, I was wondering if, if I could, um, come out for like a second because I just I'm you know I'm really hungry and and I was wondering if I could just I, I promise I'll be good but if I could just like run down to the kitchen um and grab like a tart or something would that be something I could do oh well a uh, princess it's know. just so you know I feel so stifled in here Mavery and I would just, I would really appreciate it. We wouldn't have to tell my dad. I promise I'll come right back. You know you can trust me. So I'm going to have you roll, Thea. And let's see, you are trying to persuade her. So I'm going to have you roll a persuasion check. What is up with my luck today? <laughs> That's I, got okay. a, I got a six altogether. So, Mavery, she says, oh, oh, princess, I, I don't know about that. The, the king, he, he specifically said that you weren't, you weren't meant to leave the, your room, but I, I can go in and run and grab you some food, princess. I, I don't mind at all. Um, oh, I mean, okay, that'll, yeah, thanks, Mavery, that would be great. Could you do that? Oh, yes, and she, 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 uh, she taught not totters, but she she is a round little little halfling. So she she uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but she she quickly, <laughs> she quickly jogs away down to the kitchen to get you a snack. Okay, is there? Can I try and uh, pick this lock? <laughs> yes. Uh, so picking a lock is a very common thing in D and D. Let's see here. It's there's actually like lock picking kits and stuff. Since I don't think you would have one of those, I'm going to ask you, Thea, what do you think you are going to try to pick the lock with? Well, my guess is I have hairpins. Okay. I mean, I've got a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it is not uh, easily tamed, so I would guess that I have an excess of heavy-duty hairpins. Perfect. So, and Kelsey, I might ask for your opinion on this. Since she's not a rogue and she doesn't have a lock-picking kit, should she roll sleight of hand? Should she roll, um, what do you think? I think that makes sense. And or then, just like a straight up dexterity check. Okay. Both of those are real low. Yeah, it might not be good for you. <laughs> Let me, this is, this is a little silly, but I'm gonna text Justin real quick. He was like, I'm free all day. Let me know if you need help. I'm gonna ask him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, because I know that my, my DM Sean would be like, you, you, they, he'd make the, the spell DC or the DC like so high right. that you could get it, but like it would take okay. probably not. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. So Thea or Thea, Lydia, you're becoming one. Um, 
so DC, DC it's a, it is a difficulty class. Um, and whenever you're rolling, you know, you want to try and roll high because you're trying to beat a difficulty class that's at a set number. Um, okay. So I think I like that. I like that as an option, Kelsey. I'm going to let you try to pick this lock, Lydia, but I am going to make it a rather difficult class because you're someone who isn't a trained uh, lock, lock picker. Uh, you're not trained in picking locks and you're not okay. a rogue. So I'm just going to make it a rather high difficulty class. Okay. So I'll let you go ahead and roll a d20 for that. Uh, am I running, rolling dexterity or sleight of hand? I'm going to let you, let's, let's have you roll, let's have you roll sleight of hand since okay. it is like you're using your hand to try yeah. and do something sneaky. Okay, here we go. Oh, I can't even see it. It's underneath somebody else. Oh, yeah! You did roll pretty high. So awesome! What did you roll, Thea? I rolled a 17! Okay. All right. So... Um, so let's see. So you are, you're working on picking that lock princess Thea and you, uh, you were there for, for, I'm going to say maybe like about five minutes go by and you hear a click and you realize that it, it seems like it's starting to come unlocked and you pull, but it's not quite coming unlocked. Like maybe there's a couple more chambers that need to be finangled for you to be able to get out. Um, so as you continue to work on that, you actually hear a, a set of footsteps coming back down the hall towards your room. Shoot, is Mavery back already? Um, make a, actually no, this is a pretty easy thing. You can tell that the footsteps sound much, not much heavier, but definitely heavier than Mavery's. It sounds like a, a, a human is walking towards your room. Hmm. Psst. I'm gonna <laughs> psst out the door. <laughs> Who goes there? And the footsteps stop directly outside your door, and uh, you hear, you hear, Thea, Thea, and it's your brother. <gasps> Dashing! Oh my God! Hi. Um, can you can you please let me out of here? And he, I won't tell Dad. He, uh, and you can see, you can hear him. He's like, he's like trying to get that knob. And I think because you have already loosened it a bit, Thea, he just gives like a really strong pull and he opens the door and he immediately enters your room. And right off the bat, actually, I want you to, I want you to um, roll a perception check for me. Okay. 17. Cool. Okay. So right off the bat, you can tell that something is, is not right. He, uh, he storms right into your room and he is, he's pacing around. He looks tired. He doesn't look like he's, he's slept at all. His hair is not in its usual state of perfection. Um, he, his brow is furrowed and he, he looks like he's wearing the same like clothes. He's not wearing his costume, but he, he, he doesn't look like he slept at all since last time you saw him earlier the the previous the previous night and he immediately enters your room and he says what did you do what what happened in the stables what did you see i, I there i don't know there was this big wolf thing and it, i just um i don't know that i did anything i just i i wanted to make sure that I, I met this person, this this um, little gnome, and I, I I wanted to make sure that he was okay. And I, I don't. And he interrupts you, and he says, "Just what did the wolf look like?" I. It was big. I don't know. It was big, and it was hairy, and 
What color was it? Uh, wolf colored. And he rolls his eyes. He is not. He is. He's not being patient with you right now. Dashing. What is going on? And he runs a hand through his hair, and he he looks at you and he says, "I did shoot a wolf in the forest. At least I thought I did. I I tracked it. I shot it with my arrow. I know I did." Okay. Oh, I, I mean, I, I believe you. And he, he keeps going, like he hasn't even heard you. He says, they think I'm a liar. They, they think that I'm a failure and, and, and dad and, uh, and he kind of, he, he punches one of your pieces of furniture. Hey, hey, don't take it out of my furniture, please. And he, he steps um, back and. <sighs> well, I, I don't think you're a liar. I think maybe, maybe you did see a wolf. Maybe it just wasn't this you know, the big bad. And he looks at you and he says, you have it so easy. All you have <laughs> to do is look pretty and sing some dumb song, but you can't even get that right. Ouch. Um, Just being awful, huh, Dash? Hot damn. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Um... All right, well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. You know, I'm, I, I, I was he, about he to- he interrupts you again. He interrupts you again. He's in his head. You can see that he almost isn't even hearing you, Lydia, or Princess Thea. He's in his head and he says, I'm gonna show them. I'll show them all. And he, and he doesn't say anything else. And he storms out of your room. But uh, the door is open. Dashing. D- I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow him. I've still got little Clarence on my shoulder. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow him because that's that's concerning. <laughs> so you okay? Are you trying to be sneaky? Um, probably. That's not. I mean, it's not gonna go well. <laughs> I can just already <laughs> tell you. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna have you roll a stealth check. We're doing all the rolls today. Yes, we are. All right. It's an 11. (laughs) So you are, you are kind of here. Describe for me what, how you, how this would look for the audience. I mean, I'm probably going to like run after him and then do that thing where you like hide behind a wall sort of and watch him and see which way he goes and then run to the next place that he went and then watch and see which turn he takes, you know, how you, how you do. So you do that, Princess Thea. You, uh, you're, you're, you're super spy, hiding behind vases, hiding behind suits of armor. Um, he, he's not, as I said before, he seems to be really in his head right now, so he doesn't notice you. He, he storms down the hallway. You can see that he's heading towards the main grand staircase that will lead him down to, to, the, to the main hall of the palace. Um, and it looks like he's, you know, it looks like he's heading to, to leave the palace. Oh. Well, I want to see where he goes. Okay, so do you continue after him down the stairs? Yeah, I'm going to continue down the stairs. I probably won't leave the palace, but I do want to see which direction he is going, because I, I do want to I do want to check on my friend in the dungeon, but, like, I need to know where, <laughs> you know, where my brother is going. Okay, 
So um, I'm gonna say it's harder for you to hide when you're on the stairs because there's literally nothing. You're pretty exposed on the grand staircase. So you're just, okay. you're, you're standing in the middle of the staircase so you can't really hide now, but he still hasn't looked back to look at you. He's very focused forward and he, he walks, he does, he leaves the palace. He walks right out the front doors. Uh, I will say there are some guards who are at the okay. front doors who, you know, kind of are like, they seem to be maybe trying to stop him or ask where he's going, but he pays them no mind and he just exits. Okay, well, I'm not gonna be able to get past those guards. So I, that is very concerning, but I am gonna go find the dungeons. I'm gonna take Clarence with me. So I will say, if you're standing on the staircase, the soldiers who are guarding the door, the guards who are guarding the front door can see you. Okay. I mean, you're like right in the middle of the grand staircase. Oh, can I like can you describe walk backwards? That? Can you describe what Princess Thea is wearing and then describe how you want to walk backwards? I mean, I am probably wearing pajamas. <laughs> um, but I don't think Princess Thea probably wears pajamas like regular princesses. My guess is she likes pants. Okay. Um, so know. I'm going to say some pajama bottoms. Um, and like a, a a tunic that's like probably half tucked in. My guess is my hair is gigantic. I don't think I have bunny slippers, so I'm probably just completely barefoot. And your plan is to just walk backwards? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's see. Uh... Just gonna, this, you, I was never here. You saw nothing. <laughs> Can you, Hey guys, um... just going for a bathroom break. I'm just gonna head on back to my room where I'm staying. Bye. Roll a pers roll a performance or a deception check because of that. 16. Okay, so the guards, they look at you a little confused, but you do your thing and they're like, all right, <laughs> like, she was just going to the bathroom. <laughs> um, Helps that I am just unusually awkward all the time. <laughs> So you you go back, and so you're still on the second floor. Um, what do you what do you want to do next? Well, I want to get to the dungeons because I mean I, I want to go see if my friend is okay because I am legitimately worried. And also, my dream told me to find her. I think if she's the ranger in my dream, I should probably go find her. And also, like maybe she can help me figure out where dashing is going. So I'm gonna see if I can find the dungeons. Okay. So I will let you know. Uh, the dungeons obviously are on the bottom floor, but so the second floor is where all of the bedrooms are. Your father's bedchamber is here, your uncle, dashings, all of the members of the royal court who live in the palace, guest bedrooms. It's all bedrooms and extra rooms up here. So I would Can I, will, I find like a servant stair? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. There would be a servant staircase. So yeah, I'm going to say you would, you would know you would know where the servant servant staircase would be. Yeah, um, sometimes at the kitchen. Yes. So are you going to head down that way? Yeah. All right. Totes. Cool, cool. So you find the nearest, um, you find that, I'm going to say that you don't have to, so if you imagine the staircase, like a big grand hall staircase, rather than cross the threshold of that where the guards can see you again, I'm going to say that you kind of backtrack to back to where you came from looking for looking for an entrance to a servant's quarters entrance down that wing of the of the upstairs if the staircase is facing downstage and being up the staircase is upstage yeah princess thea's room is stage left and prince dashing's room is stage right oh cool okay 
all of the ladies are on one half of the of the upstairs and all of the gents are on the other half. Um, Got to keep us separate. <laughs> so actually, you know what I think happens, Thea, is you need to sneak all the way down the women's, uh, the women's hall. And there is a, a laboratory, I'm going to say. I don't know how castles work, but I wanted you guys to have a bathroom up here. So there's going to be a lavatory, like all the way down at the end of the hallway. Uh, it's also next to the schoolroom slash the nursery room where you and Dashing would have been tutored when you were younger. But there's a little lavatory area for the women in this section. And there is a, there is a servant's entrance there so that they can clean the bathroom easily. And that's where they enter and exit rather than through anyone's personal chamber. Cool. I have a question. Yeah. Um, what are Thea and Dashing's ages? I'm 16. Dashing, I believe, is 18. I think he's only two years. He's older. I think he's only two years older. He's older, yeah. yeah he's older, okay. bro. Being the eldest is a great burden. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I laugh as the youngest. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am the youngest as well. That's funny. Me, me and both of my parents are the eldest, so mm. we, he I'm is. Favorite. He is 18, and, and Kelsey's right. Being the oldest is a burden. Um, so, so, Thea, as you are trying to – I want to make you roll another stealth check just because I really like oh how much we're rolling today since you're doing a new, a new sneaky thing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. 12. Okay. It's better so, than last time, but not by yeah. much. So you're, 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 describe how Thea makes her way down the hallway towards the lavatory. Um, I think she's probably going to run on tiptoe. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I want to get there fast so that nobody like opens the door to find me, but I will run on tiptoe. So in, okay, I'll, I'll let that, I'll let that. So she, she runs on tiptoe down the hallway. Um, she runs on tiptoe down the hallway. Let me see if you run into anybody. <laughs> this oh, is no. fun. I didn't know this was gonna happen. So this is, this is all fun. Okay. Um, you are extra, extra cautious as you go past the rooms to, of Drusilla and Millicent, God, two of the Drusilla. ladies of the court. Um, lucky for, uh, and as you reach the end of the hallway, you, um, you trip a little bit on an uneven stone and you kind of like sputter forward and you, um, bump into a suit of armor and it goes, <gasps> but lucky for you. The two bedrooms at the end of this hallway are guest bedrooms. Thank goodness. So nobody in them heard you. And you have made it to the lavatory. Okay. So the I'm going to run in the there. The women's lavatory. Yeah. So you said that there's a, a servant stair in the lavatory or next I, to it? It's probably like right next to it. Like okay. just a little. Then I'm definitely going to duck into that stairway. Okay. And head downward. Okay. And as you head downward, Princess Thea, um... You almost Can my bird scout for me? Is that a thing? What explain to me what you're thinking? Like, can he if he's like freaked out, I mean, can I can he like fly ahead of me and like warn me of stuff, or is that not gonna work since I can't communicate with animals? Mm, oh, that's a good point. I'm gonna say since you don't have that power to communicate with animals, I I don't know if I can give you that one, but I I do like where your head is going. You can Princess Thea can try. Okay. Well, I mean, my guess is he's probably not enjoying being on the shoulder of somebody sprinting. So he's he, probably he flying. flies along beside you when you sprint. He like then he like flies along beside you, and then yeah. lands on your shoulder. <laughs> so I mean, 
I mean, I don't know. I can't tell him to like scout for me, but. Well, and as Princess Thea has this thought of maybe she should send a scout ahead of her, she almost immediately falls over when she bumps into Mavery coming up the stairs with your tart. Oh, God. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, Princess. Princess, how did you get out of your room? What do you, what do you do? Didn't I say that you needed to stay? I know, I know, Mavery. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Princess, this is not, nope, you can't. And she takes your hand. And she starts to march you oh, back. No, 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 Mavery. No, 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 no. My, my butt, butt dashing stopped by, and, and he asked me to do something for him. That's why the door was open, because he came by, and I, I have to go find him. That's what I'm doing. And I just didn't want anybody to freak out, because he seemed really, really to be um, in kind of a tizzy, and, and I uh, need to go find him before he does anything bad. So really... Uh, he's the one that broke the rules, and I am just trying to help. <laughs> Minka, Minka, I don't know if this is deception or performance or or persuasion. Um, <laughs> let's see. What do we think this is? Let's let's try persuasion again. Okay. Yes, eighteen. Oh man, oh shit, away. Okay, so Mavery, she stops you and you're in the hallway and she, she frets. She has a little handkerchief that she, she twists into knots when she's nervous. Poor Mavery. Um, and she, she'll find so it with sometimes. And she says, Princess, I, I know you're concerned about your brother, and I, I'm, I, but, but it, I'm not supposed to let you leave. If, if you leave, I'll be the one who gets in trouble. And well, she looks at you with really big eyes kind of pleading you to please please don't please don't run around the castle please go back you could come with me and that way you would be watching me still so you really wouldn't have let me out of your sight and she thinks you see her like you see the gears and her brain are like turning and she says oh oh oh, all right but um and she takes your hand again and she says We've got to get you to, into some other clothing. You can't walk around in your nightgown. Come this way, this way. And she takes you <sighs> back into your room to make you change into something else. And that is where so we will close. leave you. So and we're going to shift to... Hello, hello. I'd like to take a quick break to thank you, the listener, for pressing play. And an extra big thank you to those who've shared the podcast or left us reviews. Thank you, Christopher Nitkin, for sharing the podcast on Twitter. So happy you're listening. Thank you, Heather Erickson, my aunt, for sharing our podcast on Facebook. Remember, if you share the podcast on the social media platform of your choice and tag us, I'll put your name on my NPC naming list. And pretty soon we'll be meeting a bunch of new characters, so I'm gonna need a good list of names. Thank you, Nick Price and Lucas Villanueva for leaving us a review on our Facebook page. Lucas writes, Listen, this shiz is phenomenal. I don't usually make exclamations in all caps with spaces between letters either. I have very much enjoyed the small amount of time spent with these lovely ladies so far, and I am looking forward to more. I dig this play style. It's kind of refreshing, especially since I'm used to the you find each other in a tavern type games. 
Everybody's character is quirky and interesting, and I am very excited to have more fun with them. We're excited to have more fun with you too, Lucas. Thank you so much for reviewing. And finally, I'm going to thank one of our Apple Podcast reviewers, my dear friend, Courtney LeCure. Courtney writes, I listened to the first two episodes and I loved it. All the characters are distinctive and interesting, and Emma does a great job of providing background to flesh out the scene. Can't wait for the next episode. Thank you, Courtney. Courtney is a new mommy. She just had her baby boy this month. Congratulations to you, Courtney and Ben, and welcome to the world, Cohen. Yay! All right, listeners, let's get back to the story. Yeah. All right. <sighs> I guess let's get back to this podcast on that yeah, back happy to note. The fun. <laughs> Yay. All right, Delalia. It is uh let me grab my okay. Back to Delalia. Oh, do you want me to describe myself? Okay. Yes. So um Delalia is obviously she is an elf, so she has pointy ears. She has light green eyes. They're like almost that green color that looks like it's glowing a little bit. Um, and she is, uh, a tallish woman, I say, someone who's 5'3", <laughs> she's 5'7", and, um, weighs 115 pounds, so she's very lithe, athletic, and, um, is about 98 years old, um, dark auburn hair, and coppery skin, so not white, like, more, like, darker terracotta but uh, glistening um and for her age 98 what does that translate to in about human years is she adolescent so young adult? she's an adult so from what i understand is that um elves reach maturity and then stay there like for several hundred years so mm-hmm. she has she reached maturity in the last few decades but um like physically so she's mm-hmm. she looks like an adult female you know okay but she, um, she's very young still in elf years, but you just don't really know. So yeah, and she wears um, leather uh, armor, and she is a classic ranger in how she clads herself. Is that I don't know if that's the right word, but um, yeah. So she wears boots. She's always ready to be on the move. Has gauntlets and you know like um, I would say she probably has some like utilitarian piercings in one ear but other than that doesn't wear a bunch of jewelry or anything is all just very much practical so delalia you have been in a trance in this uh dungeon cell you are on a stone floor it is cold there is some scratchy hay beneath you and as you are having this dream you are actually rudely awoken from your trance as you can maybe describe to me what what is going into a trance like for Galalia. So she sits cross-legged on the ground and um, she leaves her eyes open, but it's almost, so it's it looks like a meditative state for sure, um, but she's just relaxed, completely relaxed face and eyes and um, clears her mind and is able to 
feels sort of like she's not in her body. She's not using her body. So can she see things that are happening in front of her or hear anything that's happening around her or is she somewhere else? She's somewhere else. Okay. So as you are having this dream, as this message is whispered to you to protect the balance, you feel yourself being pulled back to reality. Um, and as you come into your body, you hear and feel the uh, sensations of someone else is being put into this cell with you. And uh, if you, you hear, you hear a voice, um, all right, all right, put me down, Jesus. And it is, it is Devlin. Oh, Doug. no. And uh, Doug, good old Doug, Doug <laughs> is, it throws him in to the cell and, and kind of slams the, slams the door because Doug is still the so worst. He's the big man. The Doug's worst. The worst. <laughs> um, and he locks the door and places the, the key on a little hook across from you, across from the cell, I should say. And he turns and he, uh, Dwight is still there too. He's kind of looking on nervously. Um, and, and Doug, Doug looks down at you smugly, Delalia. And Delalia just ignores him. She's better than that. Ooh, okay. Kelsey's mm. not. I was just really impressed at Delalia <laughs> for doing that. <laughs> and, and Doug sees you not responding to him. So he, <clears throat> he puts his hands on his hips, big boy style. And he says, I told you I, I had my eye on you. And she just continues, stays sitting in her position and ignores him. And he kind of, he like, not kind of, he like sniffs and like wipes some dirt off his nose. And he says, yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to be around much longer. I wouldn't get too comfortable if I were you. (laughs) And he he nudges Dwight and Dwight doesn't say anything. Dwight's just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Um, I think that Delalia says, good morning, Dwight. It is nice to see you. Oh, uh, I, um, hey, thanks. Nice to, I'm sorry. I didn't get your name. Um, it's Delalia. Delalia. That's a pretty name. Thank you. My mother chose it. And Doug gives Dwight uh, a, a nasty look and, and, and nudges him again with his elbow. <laughs> and Dwight says, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Oh my god, is he prepubescent? He's adorable. <laughs> oh. And, he's like Coulter. Yeah, he's like Coulter. <laughs> oh, Coulter, we love you. Um, and and Doug says, I don't care what your name is. You are finished. Elf girl. And he spits on the ground. In my and cell? Fuck you. Your bro. cell. And he turns to walk away because he thinks he's so cool. All right. He's not cool. And Devlin is, he's sitting on the ground next to you. He's, he's rubbing his head because maybe he got roughed up a bit. And he says, Jesus. Or I guess they wouldn't have a Jesus in D&D. He says, <laughs> Jeebus. He says, Jeebus. God, goddess, goddess, goddess Australia. <laughs> what, are, what are curses in this world? Yeah, by that's the, good. I like it. By the goddess. And he, he looks up and he sees you, Delalia, and he says, I, uh, Hi, good, good, good morning, friend. Good morning. What has happened to you? What, what brings you here? Well, they, uh, they found me in the, uh, oh, in the uh, stables. I, 
I tried to stay there after after you left after they after they took you um but when i was when I was uh, sleeping there they someone one of the guards found me and assumed that I must have been involved in some way, and he looks to the side uh, so uh, here here I am now back back in the palace. I'm sure my mom won't be happy about this is this this isn't the first time this has happened to you. Oh, I mean, no, I, I mean, I've never been in the dungeon before, but I, I grew up, I grew up around here. Oh. Me, 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 um, me mom and me dad, me pa, me pa, me pa and me mom, they both work here at the palace. Oh, what do they do? Uh, my mom takes care of the princess and me dad works in the garden. Oh, wait. Boy, yeah. Wait, he's Mavery's Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. But yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Love that. Um, hmm. So Delalia says, well, what, what are we going to do to get out of this pickle? And Devlin, he looks up and he kind of, he glances at Dwight, like, oh, should we talk about this in front of him? And then he, Oh, he's he, still in there? <laughs> yeah. I don't so, say that then. So, <laughs> so Dwight is standing by the door and he has a spear in his hand, um, but he doesn't really, he, he's kind of awkward too, so he, he turns his back to you like he thinks a guard should do, and he's just standing there, um, but, you know, he, he, he's white, he's, he's not doing, he seems, he seems fairly harmless from what you've seen. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm going to say Devlin scoots a little closer to you, and he says, you were incredible. I'm sorry, I should have led with that. You were amazing. <laughs> Thank the you. The way you I handled that. That beast, that that jackal were and he kind of What was it? What did you say? It was a and he lowers his voice. He says, I've heard stories on the road about beasts like that, that they uh, they they seem like one thing, just a, a regular jackal, and then the next thing you know they're they're a person or or they're that and he, you know, gestures in the air to the he, he puts his hands up like how the beast looked on his two hind legs. He says, so you have heard of things like this before? Well, you hear, you hear a lot of things when you're on the road all the time. I've talked to plenty of people in, in pubs and taverns about the, the dark things out there in the world. I never thought I would see one myself. Mm. I mean, I wish we hadn't. It, wouldn't have, it would have saved us a whole lot of trouble. But <laughs> I am glad that we were able to help and make sure that nobody got hurt. I, I, that's, that's, that's very good. I, uh, and he, he looks over his shoulder a little bit. He says, I, yeah, I, I hope, I hope nobody else gets hurt. <laughs> Do roll you... A, roll an insight check for me. Okay, cool. That's a good one. Hey. Oh, okay. Delady, you can tell that he's not saying everything. There's, there's something he's holding back. I feel like there's more that you could be telling me right now. <laughs> um, what, what is going on? Are you, are you keeping a secret of some kind? Who, me? Devlin? Does Devlin, Devlin doesn't keep secrets. I'm, I'm as honest as the, as the day is long. Cross my heart. And then he, um, he glances at Dwight again. And he scooches a little bit closer to you. And he says, there may, uh, there, I may know how the beast got in to the palace. 
I think that's why I'm I'm here. How did the beast get into the palace? Or sorry, the kingdom. I keep saying palace when I mean kingdom. Yeah. The, how did the beast get within the walls? So, it's a funny story. Oh my god! I, uh, I met a chap in a pub. He, uh, had, <laughs> he had some pelts that uh, he needed to sell fast and uh, for a really, really good price. And, uh, you know... Once you get to drinking with a friend or someone who becomes your friend because they're about to sell you some pelts for a really good price. <laughs> I, I may have bought what I thought were a carton of, of, of pelts and maybe, maybe not all of them were dead. But I didn't, I didn't know that or I wouldn't have brought them into the kingdom. All so, right, Hagrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you discovered that there was a living creature within these pelts? Only, only, only after I, I, I saw them crawl out. I didn't, I didn't know where I wouldn't have brought them. I wouldn't have purchased them if I thought that they were beasts. I mean, even if they were jackals, I wouldn't have purchased them. They're wild animals. They could have eaten me. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I don't believe that you were at fault initially. <laughs> I, I did notice that you weren't at the feast. Is this what was happening? Is this why you weren't there? He looks away and he says, I thought that maybe I could get them out of the kingdom myself without anyone having to know. And then I wait, are there more than one of these? <gasps> uh, did I say that? Did I, did I, did I say that? Did I say that there oh, no. more than one? Okay. I don't think I said that. So I say to him, Devlin, it is imperative that we get the correct information. Anything you might know, be honest with me so that we can tell someone so that no one gets hurt. Um, there, there may have been at least one more or two, I think. I so was two to, more. I was trying to find them. I was trying to catch them. I didn't. They, at first, they were just jackals. I thought I could grab a shovel and and shoo them away. But then the one, it transformed in the stable and I didn't know what to do. And so I, I hid and then, and then he, he grabs his head and he says, and bloody girl had to, had to walk in. She, she heard, she heard me making a ruckus in there and I didn't, I didn't mean for anyone to get hurt. Well, do you know anything about these? Did, did it transform at, at the moon at night? What, how did it happen? It, he, he thinks for a moment, he says, I heard, I heard it making jackal noises, you know, like they, they barked at each other and whatnot. And then, and then when it, it saw me, it into a, into a beast and, and I was so scared. I just darted into the nearest. And then when it saw the girl, it, when it saw Hilda, it, it, it seemed to, it, it, to want her, it, it tried to, it was looking at her all funny, but uh, I, uh, and then he, he does, he holds himself a little bit taller here. I, uh, I threw, I threw a, a bucket at it and, and that was about the, that was about the time that, that she screamed and then you ran in and. Okay. I, we need to take action immediately. Dwight. Huh? <laughs> um, he turns to face you. Uh, yes, um, prisoner, uh, Delalia, uh, ma'am. 
it is imperative that I see Sir Roger immediately. Duke oh, Roger. Yeah. Um, I have important news that to keep to keep the kingdom safe, he needs I need to speak with him immediately. Um and he holds his spear almost like it's a security blanket. He says, I don't think I'm allowed to let you out. I mean I'm not. I know I'm not. I'm not supposed to let you out. No, you um, don't have to let me out. Just bring him to me. Um, it's pretty early in the morning. I don't know if he's awake. He might be <laughs> mad at me. Dwight, he's people will die, and then he will be very mad at you. Do you understand? People will die? Yes. Remember the thing that we fought yesterday? There are more of them. He shivers and he closes his eyes like he's trying to not remember. <laughs> oh. Has he slept? He hasn't even slept. Baby. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight, it is important that you get him for me right now. Do you understand? Oh, okay. Can you roll a, another persuasion check for me? Mm-hmm. Hopefully this one's good. Oh, good. Oh, no, that is more than you need for Dwight. He is, <laughs> he is very easy to persuade. He says, oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to get the, the Duke or some Somebody, don't, don't, don't escape, okay? You got to promise you're not going to escape while I'm gone, okay? You okay, promise? I promise. I promise, Dwight. Okay. <laughs> Doug go. Did Doug leave? And yeah, Doug, Doug left earlier after he stood okay. on the ground all dramatically. And so oh, right, right, Dwight, right. sure. Dwight kind of rushes off. And I think maybe he also kind of like trips a little bit. And then he keeps running. Um, and now you are alone in the cell with Devlin and I will remind you, uh, there's hay on the ground. I'm going to say you guys also have a bucket for poop and whatnot. Poop and um, peep. Poop and peep. <laughs> and then across from you, the keys to the cell are hanging on a, on a, like a hook. I could get those. Um, <laughs> 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 well, Devlin, I mean, you, you have a lot more understanding in this kingdom than I do. Should we not break out of the cell? Would it be best to stay here? I, I can honestly tell you, if we stay here, they're probably going to murder us. <laughs> I, think, I think I think it would be best. I think it would be best to leave. I think it would be best to break out <laughs> of the cell as soon as as I mean, you don't you don't know the king. He's not a he's not a nice man. I don't know if you know that. He's not very friendly. He doesn't smile. He doesn't, no. he doesn't, he doesn't laugh. He hasn't laughed in, in years ever since. And then Devlin trails off. What's wrong with him? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, the queen died. I told you that, right? Uh-huh. But, and no one really knows what she died of or why. Well, he scratches his head like he's trying to remember. He says, it was uh, about 10 years ago and something was happening. I don't quite remember, but. I know that the queen, she, she went into the forest. She, I don't know why, but I know that she went to the forest to do something and she never came back. And they went and they looked for her and nobody ever found her. And the king, well, the king thinks that the, the people of the forest took her or killed her or something. The people of the forest, like my people? Maybe your people, maybe other people. I don't know if the king knows the difference. I've never been to the forest myself. I don't want to go in there. I don't want to see any more of those beasts. But something in that forest took her. And so the king doesn't, he doesn't trust anybody from the forest. 
He just thinks that everything from the forest must be bad. And after seeing that beast, I can tell you, I understand where he's coming from. So you don't think your mother or father would be able to help us at all? Hmm. He thinks. He says, well, I don't want to get them in trouble. They've been working at the palace. I mean, they've been working at the palace for as long as there's been a palace here. And I don't, I don't want to risk. He, he says shoulder slumps a little bit. He says, I'm a bit of a disappointment. If you must know, as a son, and I don't want to, I don't want to make their lives worse by losing them the only home they've ever known. I don't want to get them involved in, in any trouble that I'm in. That's very noble of you, but I don't think that they would want you to die because of a misunderstanding. That's a good this, point. Yeah, the princess, she did magic. What now? The princess did magic the other, like yesterday. Kelsey, <laughs> do did was Delalia? I don't know if Delalia knows that that happened because you guys walked away before it happened. Oh, did oh, I? Wait, no, wait. Did she do magic while you guys were fighting? She did. I yeah, think she I did. Poisoned, yeah, she was, poisoned that thingy. Oh, that's right. Okay. And Devlin says, "Oh, the princess. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Really, it's 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 sad. Not only did the king lose his lose his queen, but not and it." And his daughter had to go and go and be cursed or, or, or whatnot. I don't know. She so does. do you, she's cursed? Well, that's what some people say. I'm not an expert in curses myself. I don't know. But I do know this. She's an odd one. She's, she's a clear one. Julie. <laughs> um, she's, she really is a funny girl, that, that Princess Thea. Weird things happen when she's around. Do you think that perhaps her mother also had the same sort of weird things that happened to her? I don't remember the queen causing problems or wreaking havoc. I just remember the queen was she was very nice. She's very pretty. She very thinks pretty I wreak havoc? I mean, you do. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the queen had magic, she must have been pretty good at hiding it. Because I don't, I don't remember I don't remember her being magical myself. To be fair, I I haven't always spent a lot of time here. I mean, my my job is to leave town and then come back, so I'm not always around. But um, I want to try to reach out the door to see if I can reach those keys. Okay. Um. So. And I'm I'm a, I do not want to be seen doing this, so I want to okay. make sure there's not like a card. There's, so there's not a guard. Dwight was the only guard down there with you guys. And in fact, you guys are the only people in the dungeon. There's nobody else in the dungeon so far as you can oh. see. So you guys are completely alone. Um, let's see. So so I, I can just tell you straight up that like it's, it's far enough away that you just your arm alone is not going to reach it. Like you um, imagine like a school hallway, I guess is the only thing I can think of right now, or like an office hallway where if you were reaching out of one door for, for the next door, you would need some kind of tool or maybe some kind of magic. I don't know, some kind of, some, some way to try and, and reach the, to reach the keys, if, if that's what you want to do. And um, I assume I don't have any weapons or anything on me. Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Let's see. Yeah, I guess they would have. Okay, I'll, I'll say yes. You don't have them on you. You can see that your your gear is in the it's in the dungeon. It's like on a table. It's like they took it off of you and probably like Doug was was looking at it and appraising it, but then just left it there. 
there it's not like they've taken it and put it in a treasury your gear and probably anything that was on devlin i can retcon and say that after he threw devlin into the 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 cell he put put any items he found on devlin on the table um is it is my dagger out there too or is it with me where do you keep your dagger i keep it in my it's not a boot knife we have to stop acting like boot knives and daggers are the same thing people <laughs> um so it would be in a in a sheath on my belt Okay, then I think they would have taken it. If it was something that they could easily see, mm -hmm. they would have taken it. I just have yeah. to be, I have to be honest to the character. It would not be in my boot. I'm not saying, I'm not doing it. Um, how about, honesty. thanks. All right, what else have we got? Pull out the character sheet here. Yes, you can take a moment to think about it. No pressure to, I always feel like for myself, I'm like, oh, I've got to do everything right now. But it's like, no, this is, a, we have time to like look at it and be like, okay, what do I have at my disposal? What can I do? And I'm going to look at what Devlin has at his disposal. Yeah, what does he have available? Um, and he's little, right? He's a halfling? He is. He is a little halfling. What are the bars? Are there, like, bars? Yeah, there are bars. Can I lift him up and, like, try to, like, wedge him, like, his body? Sure. Sure. We'll okay. say that, we'll say that, okay, so imagine, like, two bars at the top and then, like, bars in the middle but there's like a little gap in between the top and maybe like a little gap in between the bottom that's a little bit bigger than the gaps between the vertical bars mm -hmm. so you can try to you can try to push them through the top or push them through the bottom okay i'd do that all right let's do let's do athletics for you and i think i will roll dexterity for okay for <laughs> <laughs> twin tens so I don't have like a character sheet for Devlin, which I probably should. Oh no, where did my thing go? Okay, there they are. But I, I know that he's got some plus one his decks because he's a light little, a little halfling. If you'll bear with me for just one moment, this is his character sheet now. This is him. <laughs> this is who he is. This is, this is who he is. Oh wow, he has really high dexterity. That's exciting. Okay. They have little hands. Yes, that's true. That's true. Let's see. So it, it, it takes a minute because Devlin is a little bit chubbier on the middle um he, he no that's not fair i want to say like it's his head it's our heads are, aren't squishy and so it's harder for them to fit into <laughs> yeah. things so he he it's first it's like trying to get the head angle in and then it's like his head pops out and you're like oh okay and then his um his it's like okay what's next and so he's trying to get like one arm out and then it's like his shoulders get stuck. it's a whole process of like when you're in the dressing room and you're trying to put on the dress <laughs> but it's like your hands get stuck over your head. And so you get half of him out. And, and, now, it's, and now it's about getting his butt, getting his, his butt over. Um, and Delalia, you give him one last big kind of like push and he like pops out and <laughs> falls onto the ground. Wow, he's out. He's out of it now. He's out. Okay. Um, how, how tall oh, are halflings? Oh no. How tall are halflings? Like Passing. three feet tall. Yeah, three feet. So Devlin, he he's on the ground and he's picking himself up and he's like, oh, my head, if I ever make it to the end of this day. And then he, he realizes he's free and he jumps up and he says, my God, we did it, we did it. And he dances for a second. Like he does like a little like, like yes, I got out of the jail cell. Um, he says, all right, I'll get you out in the gif. And he turns around and he goes to try and get to the key and he reaches up. He can't reach it like a little too tall and he starts jumping 
He starts jumping, and that's just a little too tall. This is a little too tall for him. Devlin, just go get one of my weapons. Anything, literally anything over there off of the table. I have a sword, I have a knife. Right. Poke it up there. Right, I will do yes. that. And so he runs over to the table, and uh, he hops up, I think, maybe on a chair. And then he it uses that as a, as a stool, and he like grabs your, your long, so he goes for the biggest one. He's like, I got you. Your sword, and he grabs your evil as a long sword. Is that what it is? Mm, yeah. Or long or short sword. He grabs your short sword. So he's like, "You've got your sword. Got the short sword." And he hops down and he takes it over and he slides it to you between the bars. Now what? Um. What? No. I'm fine. Okay. So I just take it <laughs> and I I reach out with it. To, um. Oh, that's what you were trying. Oh, I can do that. And he it's takes fine. it. He takes it from you. <laughs> and he, he uses the short sword to get the keys. There off. we go. And he says, eh? He holds them up like, eh? 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 I'm kind of a hero now. <laughs> yes, that's good. Unlock the door now. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he and he goes to he 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 slides your sword back to you, and through the bars, and he goes to start unlocking. What's the noise. The I'm door. sorry. That's my fault. Oh. Um, let me see here. He goes to start unlocking the door. You are now free from the cell, Delalia. Devlin has freed you. And Devlin runs back over to the table to grab his, to grab his own items, his own. He's got probably like a, what does he have? What does this elf have? He has a, this elf has, or this, this, this halfling has a short bow and a short sword. I don't like that. I feel like, I feel like Devlin is more of like a, a dagger kind of guy. So I think Devlin has a little, has a little dagger um, and pro- probably like a short bow too, so that he can hunt game and stuff while he's out on the road. So he's got a, a dagger and a short bow. He equips himself with that, um, grabs his various odds and ends. He's stuffing a lot of things into his, his pockets. It looks like he had some money on him. It looks like he had like a musical instrument, just a bunch of fun little things. What do you do? So I want to look around our situation here. Obviously, there's probably a stairway up. Yes. So you are at the dead end of this hallway. There is a, a dead end with the table with some items on it. And you can assume that the table is probably where the guards will sit and rest or have a meal or talk and plan about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's against the wall. There are four cells, we'll say. You're in one of four cells. Um, and then as you continue down the other, the only way to get out, there are, there is a hallway. There is a, yeah, there's a hallway that goes off towards the, the right. So you could go straight into the right. And that's really currently your only option. You don't see stairs yet. Okay. I want to do that stealthily. Okay. So roll stealth check. I'll roll one, two. Poof. It was like hovering on the two, but it is a 12 plus two is 14. Nice. And Devlin got a 16, which plus probably tons of stuff because he's little and tiny. Um, so yes, you two are able to stealthfully, stealthfully creep down the hallway. As you turn to the right, you find that you are, um, you go down another straight hallway. So you went straight, turned right. And then now you have the option of going down another hallway and you see, um, you see doors now, you see a variety of doors. Um, 
Delalia, I don't, hmm, I don't know if you would know exactly the, like what the layout of a palace is. So I'm just going to say you see a variety of doors all the way down this hallway. And then um, at the very end of the hallway is a, no, I'm going to say you see a bunch of doors, but you don't see like just an obvious set of staircase, uh, a staircase going up. You just see a bunch of doors. Okay. Um, when I got all my stuff, did it, uh, was everything there? I'm going to say, I'm going to say that it looks, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to like take all your money. I'm going to say that everything is there, but you can tell that people were looking through it. You can tell that, that Doug was, was going through everything. Um, Classic. He probably didn't assume you would break out and he was going to come back for the stuff later. Luckily, my favorite enemy is humans. So I'm going to um, use that feat to try to like make sure that I to see where people have been recently okay. and see if I can see any evidence of like, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So let's see. What do you roll for that? Or do you roll anything for that? It says you have advantage on wisdom survival checks. So maybe is it a survival check then? Sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Survival check because I'm looking for tracks and stuff. So that makes sense. Okay. Cool. So I will do that and I have advantage. Sorry. I'll just roll it twice because I have All right. So that was an 18 and a 12. So 15 and a 21. So, so the, the floor is made of stone, but you do see that this is a very heavily trod stone floor. Um, I'm going to say that what, what, what you sense is, is less about like tracks and more about, you can smell food. You can smell Mm. food like cheese, bread. You get that. It smells very earthy down here. Um, just from the fact that you're underground. Um, but you can smell coming from behind specifically particularly coming from behind the the second door um um on the hallway um the second door on your left you smell you smell what seems to be cooking food food that is currently being cooked right now okay so there's probably a kitchen through there mm-hmm. second door from the left and there's four doors there are one two three four five there are six doors jesus okay so I'm, I don't want to like not be able to run into Theo when she comes, but I don't know about that. Um, so I am going to say that I... I will remind you that Devlin did grow up here. Oh, yeah. Devlin. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> no. Yes, I'm here. Um, I'm here. I'm here. So where, what should we be doing? Where are we going? All right. So, uh, so that's, this, is the, so this is the kitchens down here. We've got... We've got the scully, we've got the pantry, we've got the pastry, we've got the larder. He just starts listing off all these different places where they keep food. And he sniffs and he says, mm, it sounds like, it smells like they're, they're cooking breakfast right now. And his, his stomach grumbles a little bit and he looks long, longingly at the kitchen. He says, maybe we could just pop in for a, for a quick, quick, quick bite before we escape, maybe, perhaps? We are absolutely not stopping by the kitchens for a quick bite. Have you lost your mind? All right, here, I, did, I, I told you I've been hit on the head. Okay. Let's, you probably have a small concussion. <laughs> Maybe, ooh. So my plan <laughs> is to go to, speaking of concussions. What? To go to, oh, oh, okay. 
So I'm hoping that we will go leave this castle successfully and go to Elisariel. Oh, yeah, Elisariel. So that's our plan. Help, okay. help me out. But I thought we were just going to try to escape the kingdom. Like, run away. Get out of here. Never turn back. Never look nope. back. Nope. We absolutely have to help these people. <laughs> and he, he, <laughs> we have to help these people? Well, I am going to, and I will leave it up to your conscience if you want to leave them to die after you brought the danger here. Up to you. I may have forgotten about the danger for a second, but now that I've remembered, I see your point. (laughs) (laughs) And he reluctantly agrees. He says, but first, can't we just nip in the pantry real quick? We'll grab some provisions. It's an additional risk and you're being ridiculous, but do whatever you want. And he does. He like sneaks into and sneaks into a room and he comes out and he's got like an armful of of bread and, and cheese and he's like ah ah wow. no you delivered i'm i'm actually very impressed good job and i take wow. some of the bread <laughs> eat it will princess thea and delalia find one another before they get caught what has felix been up to this whole time find out next time on spellbound Songs in this episode include Spellbound by Vinspept of Bandcamp.com, Pippin the Hunchback and Upsetting Theme, Sneaky Snitch, and Galway by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.filmmusic.io, sound effects obtained from Zapsplat.com. Like Shira. Yeah. Oh, I watched the first my first episode of that last night. I love Shira. I was, I was thinking of you the whole time. Netflix for the power of Grayskull. It it is so <laughs> so good. And so queer. It is. So queer. It is. Oh that and, and Kipo on Netflix are two of my Kipo. favorite they are yet. Queer, they're, they're the kind of content that kids like. Like, I'm so glad that kids have access to now. There's mm-hmm. an openly gay character on Kipo. There's openly gay characters in Shira. So it's just like, I think you'd love them. <laughs> <laughs>